If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, I have a few different options for you to take your healing to the next level. I have four different online courses depending on what stage of the breakup that you're in from beginning all the way into moving on after heartbreak, or you can bundle all of my courses together and use the code podcast to get $25 off my course bundle. I also have my 30 day no contact challenge to help hold you accountable in going no contact with your ex. And we have our free Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with other people going through breakups all over the world. To learn more about any of these resources, head to the show notes where you can learn more about my courses, take the quiz to figure out which course is best for you, or join the Facebook group. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST to get $25 off my course bundle. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Welcome to a very exciting solo episode of the podcast. Today officially marks the launch of my first book, The Breakup Workbook, which has been in the works for over a year now. So a year ago, I was, let's see, seven months pregnant and got an email from the publisher Simon & Schuster, and they approached me saying that they basically felt like there was not an updated modern-day breakup guide out there on the market. Everything was very old school, like the whole, like, he's not that into you kind of a thing, and said that I would be the the best fit to put that out. And I was so incredibly honored. And even though it was very crazy timing for me, I wrote half the book between being seven months pregnant and, and having my son and then finished the second half when he was six weeks old. So it was definitely a wild ride being able to write it. But it was I knew it was so important to put something like this out there. I had always gotten questions of like, what book do you recommend for going through a breakup? And I've never been able to provide like one answer. I give the books that I read that were really impactful to me going through the breakup, but they're not exactly breakup related. They're more just in like the self-help realm. So for me to be able to say, okay, I have the perfect thing for you to order to help with your breakup is so important to me. So the book is called The Breakup Workbook, and it has almost a hundred different writing exercises to do within it. And it really takes you from like beginning to end of your breakup. So, and it's very low cost. It's just, it's such a no brainer tool to have for those of you that are going through a breakup and you can officially order it today. It will start shipping right away. Right now it's available in the US, the UK, Australia, and Canada, and hopefully we'll be able to provide it in more places soon. But I am so excited to be able to share this with you guys and be able to really be able to provide all of my advice in a book that fits in your hand. I think that's 
just one of the like one of the things that I'm the most proud of that I've been able to put out. So in honor of launch day, I wanted to do an episode where I outline the process that I take people through when going through a breakup. I've done the episode on like stages of a breakup, but if you've taken my courses and then if you get the breakup workbook, the workbook is different than the courses. It doesn't, the courses comes with videos and the journal. And so we do more of a deep dive in the courses, but the workbook's a great place to like get everything, you know, all together. But you'll notice in the courses, the book, and a lot of things that I talk about in the podcast, I do have a really similar process that I walk everyone through when going through a breakup. And I just really wanted to give like an outline of of what that looks like so you guys can, you know, understand my methodology and what I have found has worked so well with all the people that have taken the courses and been through private coaching with me. And it's really, it's a four-step process, I would say. And there's many steps in between, but I'd say more broadly, there's four big parts of of going through a breakup. And just like this, if you've listened to the stages of a breakup episode where I say like you'll hop around a lot, it's the same thing. Like there's no part of a breakup, in my opinion, that's linear. I think in general, we trend up and to the right, which is something my mentor Amy Jo Martin always says, like as long as we're going up and to the right, if we're looking at it like a chart in the right direction, but there's going to be backtracking, there's going to be slip ups, there's going to be like weeks where you feel great and then you're going to have a tough day. So by no means is this like, okay, once you get past this, then you go to this and then you'll never have to go through that last phase again. Unfortunately, that's just not true. But in general, when it comes to like the healing work, there's four main parts. And the first one, and in the book, you'll hear it's called like assembling your first aid kit. I used to, in my course, call it like triage, basically. And and I actually think this is like not talked about enough in the breakup space. But you guys know I love to like make sure everyone knows that going through a breakup is so hard. It's so hard. It's so devastating. It's so dysregulating. It's just, it's such an intense experience. And we don't really talk enough just about like, hey, in the beginning, like, please just do whatever you can to keep your head above water. Seriously. Like, that's the whole first part is that's why I'm like, lean on friends, like get busy, do things to distract yourself. I would pretty much never recommend that someone like dives right into healing. The beginning is like, Physically, you're going through so much. Mentally, you're going through so much. Emotionally, you're going through so much. The goal in the beginning is like, go to work, (laughs) try to feed yourself, try to take a shower a couple times a week, and do your best that way. That's honestly the goal. And so how do you achieve that? You achieve that by leaning on your support system. You do that by sleeping when you can. You do that by like, making a to-do list for the day that just has like two things on it. You you do that by, you know, making a gratitude list, calling people when you're struggling, you know, staying with friends if need be, going to stay with your parents. Like I hear so much of like, oh, I had to go stay with my parents after a breakup. That's great. Like honestly, whatever you have to do to give yourself some amount of I'm going to be okay, 
is important. I don't want people to judge themselves at all for how they go through breakups, but like especially in the beginning, you know, I hear people be like, I'm not eating as well or like I quit smoking two years ago and I picked it up again after the breakup or I've like had a little bit more wine than I normally do. That's okay. It's okay. Obviously, I don't want you to like do anything super destructive, but you just have to be like really, really kind and really gentle towards yourself. So if you're someone who just went through a breakup, like I want you to picture like what's a first aid kit for you? Is it your friends? Is it your parents? Is it your sister? Is it your brother? Is it a comfort TV show that you want to watch? Is it certain songs? Is it a particular podcast? Like what exists within your first aid kit? And that's really the first part. Like where do you start? That's where you start. You picture your first aid kit. You assemble it. I give a ton of tips on how to do that within the book. But you can also, you know, absolutely create one on your own. So the second part is about the detox. And this is where we, you know, really get into the no contact rule. We get into more of starting to let go of your ex. But again, we're not quite diving into like the hardcore healing of like your resentments and your deep-rooted insecurities that this breakup stirred up. We're not diving into like why did the breakup happen and how can I improve in the future? Like we're not diving into that stuff. Essentially, the detox stage is where you are removing anything that can possibly be removed that reminds us of our ex. That's the goal. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would you do if you had unlimited time and energy? As you're navigating your breakup, I know your energy can feel low and it can feel really difficult to complete everything you need to in a day. When you're emotionally exhausted, it's especially important to be really clear on what your priorities are and where your energy should be invested. Therapy has helped me in the past figuring out where I should be putting my energy, whether that's career, friendships, relationships, events, which in turn has helped lower my anxiety because I don't always have to feel stretched thin or behind. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heartbreak today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash heartbreak. Are you looking for a guilt-free way to unwind? Between balancing your breakup, work, and just functioning in your day-to-day life, I know you are under a lot of stress. Breakups mess with your nervous system, cause obsessive thoughts, and make it so hard to just sit with yourself. This is why it's so important to have rituals that allow you to treat yourself in a healthy way. And this is why I love Recess Mood, a sparkling water infused with functional ingredients like stress-balancing adaptogens and mood-lifting magnesium. Life has been very full and stressful for me lately, and as someone who hasn't had alcohol in a 11 years, I need something that helps me relax and that can bring me a moment of peace. Lately, my favorite way to do that is sitting on the couch after I put my kids to bed and having either the strawberry rose or the lime recess mood. They not only make me feel good, but they also taste incredible too. So whether you're looking for a healthier alternative to alcohol or a way to make you feel more balanced, you deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash heartbreak and get 15% off recess mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You are going to be thinking about your ex so much. Like, if you, like, sat with all of your friends at, like, the most fun day ever with no reminders of your ex, you're still going to think of your ex. I don't care, like, what kind of setup you have for yourself in the beginning. So even without actual triggers, you're going to be thinking about them. So let's cut out all the triggers, like as many triggers as possible. So this is where we get into like the detox your ex checklist where I walk you through all the things that you might not think about removing from your life that reminds you of your ex. This is where we dive into the no contact rule and setting boundaries with your ex if need be. This is where it's like, okay, maybe we agreed to be friends right after the breakup. We're pretty quickly realizing this is no longer serving us, so we got to cut that out. But the goal of the breakup is to learn how to live without your ex. So it's like sometimes people will say, oh, isn't it easier to like wean off my ex. If your ex is still in your life, it's going to be really hard to learn how to live without them. So I think I'm like a big fan of the Band-Aid. Rip it off. It's going to be super jarring. No contact. I was talking to a couple people in the membership group last night. It's hard. It's really hard at first. No contact. It brings so many benefits. And I have testimonials upon testimonials of people who are so glad they went through no contact, but they will all report that it was really hard in the beginning. It feels like you're physically detoxing from a substance because you are. So, but it is really important to to wipe all that away because then you're you're starting at ground zero. You're able to start picking up the pieces and learning how to exist in this world without your ex. That's all very important. And you want to not continue breaking your own heart and making it worse. This is like another big part of the detox. So I talk about what do you do about social media? What do you do about like mutual friends? All of those things are covered because those are things that we tend to not think about. But there are just so many ways when going through a breakup that we make it significantly worse on ourselves by keeping tabs on social media, all of those things. So the goal is to like minimize the damage, minimize how badly this breakup is going to suck. That's the big goal of the detox part. Next, moving on to part three, which in my course, that's the breakthrough your breakup. In the book, it's called Healing and Rebuilding. Once you get to the place where the pain doesn't feel, the best way I have to describe this is I was going to trauma therapy for years and I was doing EMDR therapy, which if you are someone that has been through a significant trauma, I would definitely recommend EMDR. But the first time I went to her, I thought we were going to get into like the really gnarly trauma right away. Like I thought we were just going to dive right in. And she said, no, 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 we can't do trauma therapy if if you're at a 10. If you think about the event and it's a 10, it's too much. We cannot dive into it. We need to start with things that are like, we need to start smaller. So it's the same thing. Like if your breakup just happened and it still feels like 10 out of 10 on the pain scale, we don't want to dive into like lessons learned your patterns, your like your insecurities, your beliefs that are contributing to the kind of relationship you had. Like we cannot dive into those things because what happens if you dive into those things too fast, all you're going to do is beat yourself up about it. That's why like I love the book Attached that talks about attachment theory. However, 
it's I don't recommend people read it right away because all you're going to do is use that information and think, oh, my God, I should have done this differently in the relationship. You want to read that when you get to a place where like the pain is like a six or a five, where you're able to then objectively look at your behavior and not a beating yourself up kind of a way. And then we can start looking at the resentments and the beliefs and all of that. And that's what this third part does. So once the pain is a little bit smaller, it's not as overwhelming, you have done your best to cut your ex out of your atmosphere, out of your life, then we move into like, how do we rebuild? How do we take the pieces that were so broken from the breakup and put them back together in a new way that will serve us even better moving forward. So this is where we really get into like resentments that you still hold towards your ex. And we get into like, what's our part in this resentment? How can I look at that scenario a little bit differently? How can I have a different perspective? A lot of it's looking at things from a different perspective. What's a pattern that I've had in past relationships and how can I use that information moving forward? So this part is is really important and it's honestly my favorite part to like focus on and teach because I think it's the most pivotal. This is like accepting the breakup for where it is, letting go of the false hope, dropping the could haves and should haves, rebuilding your self-esteem. By the way, I'm reading all the chapters in the third part. Filling the void left by the relationship, regaining your identity, overcoming setbacks. I mean, that's a lot of really juicy stuff that we all need to go through when we're going through a breakup. And this is the kind of part where a lot of people tend to miss that part of of the breakup. They go from like, okay, I'm going no contact and then I'm dating. And then the dating doesn't go well or like a year later they're realizing, oh, I'm still not over my ex yet. And it's typically because they're missing this third part of like processing everything and being able to like let it go and get to a place of acceptance. So that's really the third part there. And then the fourth part is the moving on. And that can look like dating, but it also doesn't have to. It might look like dipping your toe back into dating and setting up a a profile. It could just mean like starting to look at other people. And I know when I did the episode with Vanessa Marin, one of the questions was like, I don't find anyone else attractive. Just being able to like start seeing other people in a new way. So the last part is is moving on. That's where we take everything we learned and apply it into practice. That's where we make the list of like the red flags that we're not going to put up with in future relationships. That's where we make the kind of commitments to ourselves that we're not going to continue the same patterns. If your ex is still up on that pedestal, like we're going to knock them off because no one deserves to be on a pedestal. We're going to forgive ourselves. We're going to forgive our ex. All of those like it's really just like clearing the slate and preparing ourselves to be in a new relationship and what would that look like and if in a perfect world like how would i take those lessons and i've talked about it on another episode but this is a big part of this fourth part of moving on years ago i i love rollerblading it's like one of my favorite ways to exercise and a few years ago i had a really bad fall fell on my knee busted it open pretty good and had like a fear of rollerblading for a while. So you go through a breakup, you have a fear of being in a relationship for a while. And what finally allowed me to go rollerblading again is I got a pair of knee pads to protect my knees. So instead of quitting altogether or instead of like putting myself in a bubble, I learned from, okay, when I fall, it's typically on my knees. So I get a pair of knee pads. 
And the same thing with like going through a breakup. You were really hurt by your ex. Part of you probably feels like you never want to date ever again. But instead of like pulling yourself out from dating or instead of like having so many walls up that you're not really ever going to be able to like meaningfully connect with another person, we go through like, what are your knee pads? What's your fears around the last person you were with in the breakup? And what are your knee pads that you're going to use moving forward in dating? So maybe it's like, you know, my ex broke up with me because he was an emotionally unavailable person. Okay, my knee pad is I'm going to have more like deeper conversations and I'm going to ask questions that I would have been scared to ask at one point because I don't want to end up with an emotionally unavailable person again. So that's where we take those lessons and put it into practice and really prepare ourselves. I think a lot of people think they know what they want in a relationship and think they like can take lessons learned. But there's a reason why so many of us repeat patterns in relationships. And I think it is important to like have those things down on paper. And so I really like to encourage people to do that because I had people ask me for a long time, like, do you have an ideals list? And in my head, I did. I never really did. Like I thought I did. It wasn't until I like sat down and got stuff down on paper that I was able to realize what I truly wanted in a relationship. And then I was able to attract that kind of relationship. So that's really in a very brief amount of time. That's the process that I take people through in breakups. And again, it's worked for quite a few people at this point. It's very much focused on you, not your ex. That's my whole thing. Like there obviously there's spaces to write things about your ex and write those things down. But at the end of the day, it's all about taking care of you and how are you going to heal. So I hope you guys enjoy the book. I please, if when you get it, tag me or or DM me and let me know what you think of it. I'm so excited to hear your guys's reaction to it. And I want to thank you guys because if I didn't, you know, have this platform and have the amazing community and audience, I know I would not have been given this opportunity to be able to put out this book. And so it really is thanks to you guys. So we will see you guys back here next week. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise.